counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really pleased that you found us. Now I'm recording this at the beginning of July and it's a little bit scary that we're halfway through the year, aren't we? And considering that this year it seems to have dragged, it's remarkable now that we're now halfway through. It's like some weird TARDIS thing where time goes slowly and super fast at the same time. I don't know if it's like that for you. So what I want to do today is to share with you a really super, super, super simple tip for how to get more done in less time. And I mean, yes, really, this isn't one of those harebrained things. <laughs> this is a simple thing that really, really works. And I literally use it all the time. I don't think I'd go a day without using it in some way, shape or form. And even better than that, it's not going to cost you a bean. So basically, what's not to love about it? Now, if you have kids, you'll find this is something that's really useful as we move into the holiday time as well. So this is something too, that you can use with kids. Now, I've recently done a free challenge. I did the Refresh Free Challenge, which was a five-day challenge. It was all about kickstarting your business and kickstarting yourself and getting all ready for the second half of the year. And it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it and I got great feedback from the people in it. And of all the things that got really good feedback and lots and lots of comments and actually really surprised me was was this, and it inspired me to talk about it. And I know and appreciate that you're a really busy person. I'm a busy person. I don't like waste in any form. I don't like wasted food, wasted money, wasted time. I just don't like any sort of waste. And yeah, I definitely don't like wasted time. So I don't like to spend an hour doing something that should only take 10 minutes. That really annoys me because that extra 50 minutes that I've been faffing about, I could have been sat with my feet up, you know. <laughs> so I don't want to be doing any more work than I have to. But the problem is it does happen, doesn't it? And I mean, I bet it's happened to you. It's kind of a mix of overthinking and procrastination, I think. So what people really loved when doing the refresh challenge tasks was I made all of them time limited. I put time boundaries around all of the tasks. So when I gave out a task, I gave these rules and I was very clear about it. Download the walk, download the workbook and set your timer for 10 minutes and then just answer the questions. And when the timer goes off, stop. And that was it. So why does the simple act of setting a time boundary work like magic? I mean, it really does work well. So have you ever heard of Parkinson's law? Now, it's the old adage that work expands to fill the time allotted. So put simply, really, that means that the amount of work required adjusts to the time available for its completion. So what that really means is if you're going to write a blog post, if you say, right, I'm going to I'm going to write a blog post this week. So if you if you say that on a Monday, say, right, I'm going to write a blog post by Friday. 
then it is going to take you a week. It'll take all of that time. If you give yourself a day to write a blog post, it will take a day. And if you give yourself an hour, well, you'll get it done in an hour. And let's face it, this is a great thing to do because as counsellors, we overthink things. Basically, that's our job, isn't it? It's our job to overthink things. You know, when you think about it, in the counselling room, we dissect things down to, you know, who, what, when, why, how. And then we look at, right, how did the client say that? What's their body language saying? What are they not saying? What does that silence mean? And we love that, don't we? We love that. It interests us about what makes people tick. And that's absolutely fine in the counselling room. But outside of the counselling room, this overthinking can really hold us back. And in this case, it's going to hold you back with marketing, which obviously is what I'm all about. So that means that you can potentially be making your marketing more difficult than it needs to be. And that makes it take more time than it needs to take. And the problem is, if it feels difficult and it takes a long time, that means that you can then get get downhearted about it. It can leave you feeling like you can't do it. It feels like it's too much hard and you don't want to do it. And therefore, you don't do it. And therefore, after that, you don't get the clients that you want or need. So the more that you can make your marketing tasks take you know, a shorter amount of time and be more effective, you know, time boundary them and stop the overthinking, then the more benefit that you've got, the more things that you're going to get done, the more success that you're going to have. So it really is important to keep an eye on this because you could be wasting a lot of time and then that has that negative spiral effect going on. And incidentally, this is why so many people don't start completing their tax return until January. Now, here in the UK anyway, the tax returns have to be in by the 31st of January. And people know about this since the previous April. So they've had from the April right up until the January. But it gets left and it gets left and it gets left. And, you know, probably, I don't know how many, but it's a large proportion of people will leave it right up until the last minute. And there's that horrible, I mean, accountants hate it because accountants in January, everybody's just throwing their <laughs> throwing the tax return at them. So yeah, that's why we do it. It's because we think, oh, well, I've got until January, I've got ages. And then the problem with that as well is that it's in the back of your mind. I've got to do my tax return. I've got to do my tax return. So can you see it sort of, it makes it a whole lot harder. And I have to say, let's talk about tax returns. I hate tax returns. I hate anything to do with, I hate anything like that, any admin. It's not my thing at all. And I have been known to procrastinate right up to very nearly the end of January. In fact, I was once I was once sitting trying to do my tax return in tears because I hate doing tax returns. I hate anything like that. And I procrastinated by going and cleaning out my knicker drawer. I mean, you know, right at a time when I really didn't need to be doing something like that. I just went and did something that just completely wasted my time. So anyway, I've gone slightly off course there talking about my knicker drawer. So let's get back to what I'm supposed to be talking about. So going back to the refresh challenge, I basically gave instructions for each of the tasks to download the workbook, set a timer for 10 minutes, and when the timer goes off, stop. And this made people just focus on the task at hand because they knew that that task was only going to be for 10 minutes. You know, they're not going to have to sit there for an hour and, you know, write reams and reams of stuff. 
And as I say, so many people loved this. So many people just just thought this was the best thing ever. Now, this isn't my own idea, I wish, but this isn't my own idea. This is an idea that I've kind of taken from the Pomodoro technique. Now, I don't know if you've heard of the Pomodoro technique. Basically, it's well, it was created, I think it was created in the 50s. I can't, re- can't quite remember now, but it was somebody called Francesco Crillo or Carilla. I don't know, it's Italian. And he created this technique called the Pomodoro technique because it started with him using a tomato-shaped kitchen timer to help him study in college. And Pomodoro is tomato in Italian. And I just love this because of its simplicity. I just love anything that's really simple and it's effective. So if I'm ever struggling with procrastination, which is, you know, quite often, or if I'm having one of those uninspired days where I can't think of what to say or can't think of what to do, it never fails to spark me into action. It never fails to help me to just get going. And there are really lots of benefits to using this method. So the first real benefit is there are frequent breaks. So the fact that there's this time boundary amount of time that you're going to focus on a thing is important because having those breaks is what helps to keep the body and the brain refreshed. So if you just try to work for like five hours straight, your poor brain and your body can't cope with that very well. But if you take, you know, if you work for 25 minutes and then have a break, then your brain's going to be refreshed and it may, it just makes things a lot easier. It really helps you to focus on just one thing. Now, multitasking is vastly overrated and it's kind of, there's been, you know, there's been studies and it's been proven to reduce, to reduce productivity which kind of makes sense because you'll know yourself every time you switch tasks. So if you start doing something, and so for me, if I'm start like planning, planning a podcast, for example, if I start planning what I want to talk about in a podcast, and then I think, oh, did I get that email? And I go and check the email. When I come back to the podcast task again, my poor little brain has to think, right, where was I? What was I thinking about? And you have to try to get back into that frame of mind again. And that's not always easy. And if you do that several times, you can see, again, you've got waste there. It wastes time and energy by switching from one task to another. And that can actually block your flow. So like, if I start thinking about what I'm going to write in my podcast and I get into the flow of a particular subject and then I go and check something, when I come back, I might have just lost that flow. And by all accounts, it can take up to 10 minutes to get back up to speed with what you were doing before you before you sort of took a break to go and do a different task. So yeah, it takes time and mental energy. So it's not a great thing to do from the, from the creative point of view. Something else I like about this is there's kind of a feel-good factor because every time you complete a Pomodoro, you can give yourself a little pat on the back and allow yourself to feel that little bit of satisfaction. And as you know, the more we can do that, the better. It's going to help you to ditch the overwhelm. And, you know, as I've already said, there's so many things that we could be doing. There's so many things that we might want to do that that can be distracting and it can be overwhelming. Whereas if you say, right, I'm just going to fully concentrate on this one thing with no distractions, then that can just really help with getting rid of that overwhelm. And boundaries really they're great, aren't they? Boundaries are great and time boundaries are great, both in life and in business. There's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be more, you know, things to to do, to read, to look at. And that can just, it can get overwhelming. But with this method, you know that after a set amount of time, you can stop 
So you know that whatever time that you've said that you're going to do this for, at the end of it, you have permission to stop. And that makes whatever task you're doing feel really manageable. But something I really like about doing Pomodoros is this, there's kind of an element of challenge. And that I like, especially when I'm working for myself, which of course I am. Without that, it can be, I don't know, it's hard, it's it's easier to get demotivated. But if I'm working against the challenge, it gives me like a mini tiny challenge. So I like to see how much I can get done before the timer goes off. So that little challenge kind of spurs me on a little bit. So it sounds good, right? So so what do you actually do? Well, like I say, it's pretty simple. The first thing is to decide what you want to do. So you need an actual tangible thing to do. So I always think, you know, the way that I go about this is I think back to SMART goals. Now you might've heard these, it's a goal setting exercise really. So it says to pick things that are SMART and that's an acronym. So the S stands for specific. So pick something specific that you're going to do. Pick something, the M stands for manageable. So make it specific, make it manageable. The A is for achievable. So choose something that you know that, you know, you should be able to achieve within that amount of time. Relevant. So you need to make it so that it's um, uh, relevant to what you're doing and time-based. And obviously that's all about what we're doing now. So the first thing is decide what you want to do using those SMART goals to make it an actual tangible thing. So an example would be rather than something like tweak my homepage, make it something like I'm going to rewrite the first two paragraphs of my homepage. So you can see the difference there. So I always think that the way the way I look at this is, how do you know if you've achieved it? How will you know if you've done it? So if you say, tweak my homepage, how will you know when you've achieved it? Because if you don't know when you've achieved it, you can't give yourself a pat on the back. So, you know, if you say, I'm going to rewrite the first two paragraphs of my homepage, you know that you've either done it or you've not. So it's really easy to see and it's really easy to, you know, give yourself that pat on the back. The second thing is to turn off all distractions. So turn Facebook off, turn your phone off, you know, just make sure that you get, you know, get rid of as many distractions as possible. And then set your timer for 25 minutes and work on that one thing. And then when the timer goes off, stop. So once the timer goes off, Pick, pick, I mean, I use my phone for this. So pick the phone up, set the timer for five minutes and then five, that five minutes you're taking a break. Now it's quite an important, the breaks are just as important as the work really. So the best thing to do is to get up if possible, you know, go for a walk around the garden or around the house, get a drink, stretch, do a little bit of desk yoga for a couple of minutes, but move if you can. It really, really helps. And then when the timer goes off after the five minute break, Repeat that process. So set your timer for 25 minutes and work for 25 minutes. Now do up to four Pomodoros and then after four Pomodoros, take a longer break of 15 to 20 minutes or more. Now there are loads and loads of different apps that you can buy and I've used a couple, but to be honest, what I use now is just the timer on my phone. It's simple and it's free, which is, you know, basically just the way I like it. So just set the timer on your phone for 25 minutes And then when it goes off, you know, you stop working. Now, this can be used in lots of different ways as well. I mean, I use it for all sorts of household chores. I use it for paperwork, gardening. I do it like um, if I'm doing a course 
I'll, I'll do it on Pomodoro to make sure that I don't get too caught up in it and spend too long when I might not actually have the time, you know, at that particular time. Or you could do this for, oh, you know, when you've got one of those books that you know is a really valuable book to read, but it's like walking through treacle. <laughs> it's really hard work. You could do you could do a Pomodoro for that. You could make, you know, make it for that. You can also do it with your kids. So you could do something like, hey guys, see how much you can get, you know, see how, how much you can tidy up in your bedroom before the timer goes off. And that kind of makes it fun. But just bear in mind, if you do it with kids, 25 minutes is far too long for kids. You know, that's a long, long time, isn't it? So that's my magical way, really, to get more done in less time. So all you do, basically, get your phone, set a, you know, decide what you're going to do, get your phone, set a timer for 25 minutes, focus on the thing that you're going to do till the timer goes off, then have a five-minute break and repeat it's so easy. And it doesn't have to be 25 minutes. You can vary the time. So uh, I sometimes, like in the refresh challenge, I made it 10 minutes. I said, focus on this for 10 minutes. So you can do any amount of time that you want to, but not more than 25 minutes. You know, you've got to, got to look after your brain, really. So I hope you've enjoyed this. I told you it was really simple, but the simple things really are the best, aren't they? So I'm going to invite you to try this and I'd absolutely love it if you could get back to me with how it went for you. Did you enjoy it? Do you already use it? Do you have a really good app that you use? Just on that point, there is a quite a nice app that's called Forest. And I think that I think there's a free version, but it's called Forest. And what you do is at the start of the Pomodoro, you plant a seed and then the seed will grow a tree, basically. So as, as you're working, the seed will start to grow and you can grow, you can make forests. So that sort of makes it fun. But yeah, there's so many things you can try. So do let me know. So just drop me a line on Instagram. If you search for at grow your private practice or lowercase no spaces, that's me. Or on LinkedIn, just do a search for Jane Travis and just come and say hi and let me know how you've got on with it. That's it for now. So remember, if you'd like more time-saving tips for how to attract more clients more simply, just hop on over to growyourprivatepractice.co.uk and you'll find out more there. And I also now have an annual membership, and which is great because you can just join as an annual member and you don't have to think about it for the next 12 months. It means you know you've got lots of time to concentrate and focus on you know, all the things that you want to do. And it also means you get two months free. So, you know, it's always nice to get two months free, isn't it? So have an absolutely fantastic week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.